all of Rick James shit is 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 bullshit. Like all of it is like rapist, stalker, cheating, drugs stuff. The whole music video for "Give It to Me, Baby" is him trying to like r- chasing this woman around his loft apartment, trying to rape her. The entire thing. I mean, Jesus, bro! Like really putting those harsh words on such a beloved classic that men and women. It's sing a good song. Too. It's a good song. But have you seen the video, my nigga? No, I ain't. I ain't seen it in a minute, but it's crazy, nah, man. You, when I got home last, home night, last night, you wouldn't make love to me, bro. That's coercion, nigga. You were fast asleep. Come on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> bro, listen to the lyrics, dog. Listen to the lyrics. The it's lyrics right there in crazy, the song. Yo, it's these in the song. Be crazy, the motherfucker. Yo, see, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. Yes, indeed. All right. So, man, here we go. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and bowel movement podcast in the universe. Is your boy, Eddie. Is Josh. Alvin is off. Basically saving the world one political issue at a time. Yeah. He's, he's actually um, re-engineering the, the company structure of a small uh, water processing pet plant in Minnesota. Mm. A startup, if you will. It's called um, Bor- Borum's Water. I don't know. <laughs> What's the <laughs> Um, would you like to make a selection, good sir? You got anything that's that's Ooh. speaking to your your mental? Ooh, uh, we could. Uh, what was it? Uh, the zero zero contact, no contact. Yeah. When I think of no contact, I kind of think of it's sort of semi one sided or like very close to one sided. Like the other person is trying to get at you, and you're making it oh, to where they can't get in contact. Um, I think so. That's that. See, now that's a very that's some very interesting shit that you bring up, bro. Because I feel like when it comes to like like. The Twitter, TikTok, armchair, psychiatry shit where niggas take like a couple of terms that they learned in therapy and then like just goddamn like butter spread that shit to every situation where it doesn't make sense and it doesn't fit the context. Stonewalling and no contact, depending on your vantage point, are the same thing. And I feel like confusing the two is dangerous. And obviously, you know, fucking asterisk footnote, I'm not a goddamn therapist neither, so don't listen to what the fuck I'm saying. But stonewalling is like a manipulation tactic inside of a relationship to control somebody by like cutting off, like strategically cutting off communication. Mm -hmm. No contact is, it's not dissimilar, but it's usually like the ending of a relationship saying, I don't want to be contacted by a toxic person who is harassing, abusing me, whatever, because they're going to try and pull me back in. Sometimes it's in between because it's like it's a relationship you're trying to manage. So like you might have an abusive mother or something. Yeah. Right. You go no contact and depend. And from her vantage point, if she's if she's got a little bit of that pseudo therapy language, she might be like, are you stonewalling me? It's like, no, I'm not stonewalling you. I'm going no contact. And I feel like it's that's difficult to maintain, you know, to to figure it out. Yeah. Like, are you the bad guy? Are you the abuser? Are you you know what I'm saying? I just feel like we in such a we are in such a time where, like you said, people are more people are going to therapy and then they're picking up on these terms and then using them just totally incorrectly, just maybe as mm-hmm. I have done a second ago, like when I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, stonewalling. But it's like I, don't, I feel like it's just like hyper. We're, we're all it's like hyper sense, hyper sensationalized. Mm-hmm. A mild infraction. It's like, oh my god, you abused me. Yes, you've wronged no, me so badly. Like it's like, yo, no, like, come hundred percent. Come on, God, like. Told you to shut up one time, <laughs> and that might not be the. the but it's like, is that really? Is, that's the worst thing that, that happened. That was a in the macro aggression. So, like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that, and you right. said shut up, bitch. That's misgendering me. That's I'm a. I identify as a bad bitch. 
actually. Jesus Christ. Fucking misogynistic <laughs> male garbage beta coon piece of shit. <laughs> Yo, I want to see somebody combine like woke <laughs> insults and all right insults in the same shit. <laughs> you misogynistic cuck. Like <laughs> Right. Misogynistic cuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I it's almost like we've been watching too many superhero movies. Like we get melodramatic, like everybody's a villain. Like it's a very, very small proportion of the society that is just pure evil. It is a very small proportion. Most people, even the worst motherfuckers are from their own vantage point, just trying their best. You know what I mean? And even Mm -hmm. like, we've all been in situations where we didn't have the space to focus because you can't focus on everybody all the time. Right, because then you're just yeah. a straight up people pleaser, just you know, you're 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 disingenuous. Disingenuous and you're and you're never taking care of yourself. So there's you gotta yeah. find a little bit of a balance. But everybody's doing that. They're trying to figure out how to be as kind to other people to some extent and kind to themselves and watch out for their own safety and their own sense of justice. Sometimes that balance gets crazy and it blinds us to the to the plights of other people, but like we make it worse when we're like, Oh, you must be the fucking de- you're a demon, you're a devil, you're the worst, you're completely beyond any kind of retribution you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like is retribution with the word that i'm looking for like being good no again, it's you know what I'm um redeem redeem it You're redemption that's what i meant to yeah say. redemption yes, yes thank you redemption um mm-hmm. retribution is like revenge or some shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you <laughs> yeah redemption i said it wrong um, my damn self <laughs> redeem <laughs> what the fuck did i say the first time <laughs> redeemonim redeemonim <laughs> no anyway yeah so i feel like we definitely we definitely get into though to that place and i understand why you know what i mean but we just swing too far one way or the other and gaslight and stonewall gate because I've, I've literally seen someone go, go try to go no contact from someone that they didn't want in their lives anymore and the person that was being gone no contact on accused them of stonewalling so the abuser was trying to play the abusee or the the abused and say oh now yeah. you're stonewalling me yeah i mean these days I, it's so difficult to, to to parse stuff as we've seen with the johnny depp and amber heard stuff to, to, to some extent like but yeah ba- basically that it was like somebody going hey i don't please please leave me alone please mm-hmm. please please leave me alone and the other person going you're stonewalling me and it's like oh, what this is creepy see? like leave me alone yeah 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 well see like i can see i can see like fuck boys doing that like a lot of fuck boys doing like shit mm. like that like doing girls wrong cheating lying mm. and you know just not being faithful not being truthful whatever True. And then when the girl ultimately gets tired of it, and then she mm. just cuts him off, like, no contact, I'm done. And then it's like, oh, my God. Like, he's standing out in the rain. Why are you being right. so mean to me? Why are you being so cruel? And then it, I can definitely see how he would be like, no, now you're stonewalling me, or now you're abusing me. Like, hey, I, we could, we, we can't even talk. We can't even talk is some wild talk. shit. We can't even talk is, 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 very, is very creepy behavior. That's some, like, that's like a, a like, taking – can I get a hug to like an even worse level? Yeah, yeah, man. Tory Tory Lanes actually he had the fuck boy anthem. Mm. And I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That shit slapped. There was a part of me that didn't like how much I understood and could relate to what he was saying a little bit. Okay, what 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 does Mr. Lane say? Man, like this nigga had a whole sixteen bar of the fuck boy heat, goddamn in that song. Mm. Uh, no, I did you wrong. I know I cheated. I know I dogged you out, and I know you're sick of me, and I but and I know you don't want to be with me. But I don't want to see you with anybody else, even though I know I still don't want to be with you. And I know he was like, and I know that's fucked up to say. And then I'm a fuck boy, baby. <laughs> he was calling it out, but that's I'm just like, damn. Yeah, I was like, shit. That's how a lot of niggas. That's how a lot of niggas think. 
you gotta keep that to yourself. I mean, but to be right. fair, I mean, lots of niggas like we are in a in a golden age of R and B between Tory Lanez, Drake, The Weeknd, Brent Fiennes, like. It's just we we done done away with the love and romance shit. Yes, These niggas okay. is just crooning about being horrific, and it's good. The yeah. music be good as hell. Like you know, you, sorry I got you really your your homegirl pregnant. Age? You know, singing. Would you really say it's a golden age? Um, I don't know what's what's past gold. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a platinum? it's a difference. Maybe it's a platinum age. I don't know. It's 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 something. It's a, it's an epoch. It's an era. It's something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's magical. Definitely era. It's, definitely it's a era. rose gold era. I don't know. Because I, I feel it, but I, I feel like his music is becoming so misogynistic and misandristic mm. and just toxic as fuck on both sides. Like, R&B doesn't exist anymore. Like, not, well, not, that's not fair to say. Um, There's not much real, like, R&B, like, that was out in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, you know what I mean? Mm. Or, or, or it was cool just, to just love a woman or just, like, to be crying on the damn hook and, like, you know, True. I got to get my girl back, even though they was, you know, still doing some fucked up shit back then. But, you know, at least the song was pure. Yeah. Do you actually, because there's there's actually a lot of fuckboy music. I don't know if it's the same percentage, but yeah. there's like a lot of songs from that era, from like 85 back, that when you listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, this is a this is a song about a man cheating on his wife. This is a song oh. about a man fucking another man's wife. This is a song this is about a song a, about a nigga straight hating on another man. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it's so many stalker songs. It's so many. I'ma find you wherever you go. I'ma be there. I'm in the rain. I'm in your bushes. Like it's so many songs that are oh, like that. Shit, is that song by Maroon Five? Uh, she will be loved. The stalker song. Probably it's a great stalker song. Yeah, it's a lot of good stalker songs. Out spinning every day. Man, what? Out on your corner in the, in the pouring, pouring rain. rain. The girl with the with broken, the broken smile. smile. Toxic. <laughs> Ask yeah. her if she wants to stay, she stay a while. Yeah, that's this nigga yeah. just said. I want to find a girl with low self esteem so I can stalk her and make her feel fall in love. That's crazy. That's that's. I mean, but goddamn, I mean, it does slap though. I it sing it to a, I sing it to a bitch. Yeah, hey, hey, and it, and it will work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in a way, I watch her panties milk out there. Assuming that she does indeed have that broken smile, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Ask her if she wants to stay a while. You might. Well, you then might, you got to give her a broken yes. smile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> that crazy. Kind of, what, that's, yo, hold on. Pause. That yo, crazy. yo, pause. That's crazy. Jesus. I don't think you meant it how you, you said know, it, that, bro. That, 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 that was, that was shit. Yo, that's crazy. Uh, whoa. <laughs> um. But yeah, because I so yeah, and like all Damn. of Rick James shit is like like all of it is like rapist, stalker, cheating, drugs stuff more or less. Yeah, I mean, but it was it's also running trains on girls, is doing drugs, is trying to get, give it to me, baby. The whole music video for "Give It to Me, Baby" is him trying to like r- chasing this woman around his loft apartment yeah, trying to rape yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire thing trying to rape her in his little speedos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus, bro, like. Really putting those harsh words on such a beloved classic that men and women sing along. It's a good song. To. It's a good song. But have you seen the video, my nigga? <laughs> no, I ain't, I ain't seen it in a minute. But it's crazy, nah, man. You, bro. I mean, because I, I mean, the lyrics. When I got is, home last, home last night, night, you didn't want to touch me. You did, oh, I thought it was you. Wait, how's it go? I don't know. You wouldn't make love to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bro, that's coercion, nigga. You were fast asleep. Come on, girl. <laughs> 
Bro, listen to the lyrics, dog. Listen to the lyrics. The it's lyrics right there in the song. Yo, it's these in the song. Crazy, the motherfucker. Yo, what the but, fuck? Okay, but think about this. Like, okay, but okay. So you know what? Nine the nineties might have been the purest mm. of R and B, like men and women, mm. like Drew Hill, yeah, like April Showers, like sh- songs yeah. like that. The love we had stays on my mind, like bro, like mm. Jodeci. Most of yeah, Jodeci. Was, that was mutual yeah. fucking going on right there. Like, yeah, know? ain't nothing wrong with some consensual consent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, a nigga just saying, "Hey, tonight, baby, I want to freak you with you. What you trying? Yeah, yeah. some sexual you healing, know? love making, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. But I also feel like wasn't the '90s kind of like also the heyday of like the hyper aggressive like murder music? You know what I mean? Like, mm, see that like was, the other side of the coin almost. Tupac, like Biggie, etc. But that was on the rap side. We talking about R and B? No, no, no. I know. I'm not saying like I'm not saying that's one thing, but I'm just like. Cause like R and B and and rap and hip hop is like this. I two think. sides of the same coin. Two sides of the sense. same coin. I mean, hell, like even growing up for me, like I remember sometimes being shamed for liking R and B and not liking rap because I thought rap music was mean mm. as fuck. But I, I grew yeah. up around. It took like, me a long music. time to start listening to yeah. rap. I, oh, yo, you want to hear some fucked up song lyrics? Mm. Great song, great song. It's yeah. extreme. It's it's extremely abusive, toxic, and like fucked up. But still. As far as a song, great song. Yeah, uh, Pimps by one? 8-Ball and MJG. It takes Tell me a, a little bit about that's it. hard from the start. You gotta have heart to meet a bitch. Mack her down, then rip her apart. It's all in the game. A nigga can't change. If you don't break a bitch, then your game is ma- lame, man. Yes. It gets, but well, it gets like crazy. Mm-hmm. It gets like I'll, way crazier. Yo, pimp, I feel like <laughs> pimp culture is very weird to me. And I remember thinking this from, like, when I was young. Like, I remember thinking, like, from, like, when I was, like, eight or nine, like, people would be like, oh, man, you such a pimp. Like, you know, to pimp my ride. Like, we sort of mm-hmm. used that as, like, a just in the culture it meant to be sort of great at what you do or to be ostentatious or uh, be successful. It just meant you could just use it really to mean just anything good. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm missing. Like, I'm eight, so I don't really. But I'm like, is a is a pimp not a sex trafficker? Like, is that not what the definition of that is? Like, why are we using this word like this? Like, I never, I never right. understood like yeah. the the fascination with it and shit. Right. It's like Stockholm mm. syndrome mm. because it's like you don't like this shit, but then like you know you you're just in the culture, you're raised around it. You're like, okay, I'm starting to get it. Oh, I like this song. And then like, okay, I get it, I get it. But then you just like full on like, okay, I like it. It's fucked up, but you know I still like it. You know, you know, you want to hear another fucked up lyric from that song? Yes, I do. Drown in a tub, rubber dub dub. Some niggas get pussy whooped and fall into a love bug. Buying hoes this, buying hoes that. Then bragging to your friends how you fucked her from the back. Never how you beat they ass. Never how you get that cash. Never how you pull hoes, fuck them something, then drop them fast. That's not that bad. You gotta bad. hear it with the beat. Is it? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I, I, missed, oh. I missed the actual first line that came before that. Oh, yeah. It was... Push your head into the wall till you hear that cracking sound. Drown in the tub, rub-a-dub-dub. Some niggas oh, get pussy whooped, then fall into murder. a love bug. I see. Not murder, but, you know, severely beating, a, severely beating a trick, said trick, until she got your money right. Or until oh. she did not see fit to talk back to the pimp anymore. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, why is... How, how did that term get turned into, like... Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I was, I was going to say, it reminded me of that, uh, that the Lupe lyric that yeah. was like, you know... Uh, omitting the word bitch cursing I wouldn't say it me and dog couldn't relate till a bitch I dated like where it was like there's this you start listening to the content so much that you get like a you 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 place yourself in the mind yeah. of that of this hyper masculine p- 
pimp type character or whatever, where it sounds so good that you're like, oh, I like that that fantasy or whatever, and then you start to just stop thinking about how wild some of this shit is. But I but I also think people are just genuinely obsessed with the concept in general, like legitimately, not just like it's mis it's misused to mean good, like pimp my ride, but yeah. like people are obsessed with iceberg slim and pimp and and and, the, and like how can you completely control and dominate a woman um and it's just like why are we you know what i'm saying yeah it's crazy bro it's crazy but it's uh, normal like it's it's one thing if you say you want some normalized. crazy shit it's like you could put on a shirt i'm a pimp and people would people would just be like oh that's nice that's a lovely shirt would oh, you like a cupcake oh my god if that shirt got a fire design like only everybody yeah everyone would be loving it you could but literally you, know you could wear that at a fucking flea market nobody cares pimping literally has been around since Shit, damn near the dawn of man. Sure, sure. It has I don't been know, around yeah. for an extremely long time. That is true. So has murder and all the other bad things. Indeed, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, pimping has just evolved with the times, you know? Somebody got to mm. make these make these uh, these uh women with low self-esteem who ain't making no money with their pussy for themselves get on the stroll and, you know, get some cash for everybody. See, that's the thing, though, that because that, have you ever watched uh, Soft White Underbelly? You know, what I'm, you know that show? Soft White Underbelly. Yeah. It's real good. No. I would suggest you. I would suggest you watch it. Um, I, I want to get him on on this at some point in the future. Um, but he's he basically interviews. I guess you would say he does like street journalism. I guess you say he interviews mm -hmm. uh, street people and just does these interviews with people who usually you would never have interviewed. So he does like he did a family that was um, was inbred and incestuous, um, heroin addicts, pimps. Um, sex, full service sex oh, workers, like street boys. Yeah, I think I might, I might have seen one of them. So he's usually in black and white, or like his his thumbnails are in black and white. I do remember seeing like there was this one family. Um, maybe it might have been the Appalachian Mountains. Not quite sure. Yeah, but they were inbred, and yes. it looked scary. They, mm. God bless they, God bless them. Like, but that shit looked scary. Like some the hills have eyes type shit. Yeah, like the, Silent Hill yeah, type shit. Um, yeah. So that's that's the guy, and he's done a, he's done several interviews with pimps and sex workers and like one of these women that he's talked spoke to it's like it's it's, it's weird because it's like it, it almost feels like it's this oh man yeah i'm getting ahead of myself but anyway he was talking to this woman and she was basically saying that she barely keeps any of the money like we're, we're talking like mm -hmm. less than 10 percent, and mm -hmm. most of that gets spent on expenses so she's essentially living a non-profit lifestyle She's yeah. she's basically just being like her her basic expenses in order to do more sex work are are upkept. So her body tattoos, you know, shaving, you know, mm -hmm. getting her nails done, her hair done, that kind of stuff is maintained by the pimp. But outside of that, she's making a, like essentially no money. Like he's no covering money, her food yeah. expenses. So he's basically taking a hundred percent of her pay, and he, she said that's a very common setup. Um, that's how you keep control of your of the, yeah 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 that's that's basically how you get them keep coming back it's a cycle they need that to is work how capitalism to works, survive yeah. and if they you know so yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's fucked up it's, it's a very fucked up dynamic yeah but um mm. and then the shit that they talk about in terms of the i mean but yeah I, the the actual work itself the way she spoke spoke about it is like this don't sound this don't sound all the way consensual you know what i'm saying like this don't sound like you really have made a choice and you're like, cool, sex work is something I can, it's, it sounds like you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Laying with people that you really don't want to. Um, 
but yeah. yeah so 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 the whole and it, but then at the same time he's also had like and, and so this girl he interviewed her got her out of the th- and like he he kind of made a little bit of a connection with her like gave her some money in fact like help out with some stuff and she ended up with a new pimp and the pimp came on the show with her mm-hmm. and he interviewed them too and he was mm-hmm. just like yeah you know I, I i take her money and you know what i'm saying we we make it work and and it was like it was wild just he was just so unabashedly just abusing and taking taking her money and, take, and using her body but black dynamite I sell drugs to the community. Hey, nigga, this is what I do. What do you mean? This I is my job. This. What do you mean? Nigga, this is what I do. How so, am yeah. I going to feed my family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just it was just sad and fucked up and just gross and weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to ask something you said earlier before, though. Um, What did you mean when you said that you felt like R&B these days was like um, misandronistic? Man, bro, you listen to some of the shit that the women are saying to But it also kind of goes back to what you were also saying about how Mm. we become conditioned. Like, because the music has been so, a lot of the music has been very negative towards women for years. Like, I mean, Mm. like, it's been pimp shit in music. So it's kind of like, now I feel like women is like, fuck that. It's our turn. Like, it's my turn. I can make better Mm, music. Except, fuck that. Except, fuck us. It's fuck y'all. Yeah, these niggas and take them like you know what I'm saying. Then they just shaking ass before themselves. It's like kind of like an empowerment now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's yeah. So and you think that do you think and you think that could be described as you you think some of their lyrics could be described as misandrist or misandristic? Hmm. Is that do do you do you feel kind of yeah if it's yeah kind of like some mm-hmm. of that? Well, you know that might that might be a bit of a step, but a little close to it because some of the shit. There's some stuff I would agree with you on, men, maybe like just kind of like just hating men, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think there is a lot of, and see, it's difficult to. to, I don't know. No, I I think I think I'm with you, like at least a little bit, because there's definitely a lot of lyrics that. Okay, so for instance, like this alt right red pill bullshit. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is taking a very specific subculture of women that does exist. Because I don't want to I don't want to pander to the point that I'm gaslighting and pretend like there aren't people who are women who are cruel and bad to their potential partners that's a reality so i don't want to pretend like that doesn't happen but i think the, the what the red pill you know alt-right niggas do is try and convince us that everything is like that that everything is like yeah. miami bad bitches when it's like that's a very specific kind of person looking for a very specific kind of situation yeah. but i do think that there's a lot of music that caters to painting the image of like as a woman, you got to be as savage as a man, and as a man, you got to get your, you're going to get your pockets run, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and it just creates division, like it creates it, 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 it fuels wild and unnecessary division. Like everybody's just trying to be more savage than the next, and it's like love is kind of gone and kind of falling out of out of favor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think there, I think there's a little bit of man hate in that, but I also think I, I would also be. Um, wary about just fully condemning that particular brand yeah, of it because yeah, it's, right. it's reactionary to a very yeah. like it's just yo look how are we gonna make our money if it's fu- if if all the music is fuck us then we gonna make some music that says fuck y'all yeah for sure so and you know well, whose responsibility like, well, is it to, yeah. yeah that's yeah. why i was saying like it, yeah that's that's probably a bit of a reach to say it's misinterested so yeah yeah but i think but i think that we can do i think we can do better you know what i'm saying i think we can i think we can be like let's let's man what happened to love man like let's you know what i'm saying cool to just take them off your arms and just 
motherfucker, goddamn. Right. Shit. I'm trying Even to, I'm trying to love on you. Are you trying to love on me? Like, yeah. I mean, shit, let's, let's have fun. Yeah, we ain't got to run pockets and do motherfuckers dirty and, you know, fuck a best friend. We ain't got to do all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's go watch I a mean, movie. With, you been to the drive-thru, babe? Because when I think about The weekend, Brent Fiaz, it's like their music is, it's amazing music. I'm, I'm fans of both of them. I think if you if you say something in a sweet voice like that, it's just it's gonna be sensual. It's gonna Dude, be romantic, no matter what you say. Got the really. voice of an angel. Brent Fayez has know. got the voice of a goddamn angel, girl. Like I yeah. mean, <laughs> if you read what he's saying out, it would be wild. I mean, look, okay, I got too many hoes, but I still love you. You love to put that shit in your nose. I like to run the streets till it's dark out, dark out. and then mm-hmm. come home and blow your back out. I hope that's okay. I hope he's asking for the consent. So, you know, he what, is asking for consent. Back. I'll take it back. That's a good he's point. actually very stand up lyrics right there. I'll take it back. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. He's you asking know, for consent. He loves this woman unapologetically, even though she likes to put that shit in her nose. Brent Fire as the feminist. Very true. Yeah. But I, I think there's something really appealing as a male listener as well to like that toxic, dark kind of comfort that Brent and, and The Weeknd um, and like Roy Woods and those kind of and, and Drake kind of sell you i just feel like yeah there's there's a thing that they try and sell you which is you're gonna if you if you have the photos and you've got the cars you've got the money you've got the sex and you've got the drugs and you've got the things that you're really good but i think gardening you're like the boring parts of your day that's that's where most of your life is going to be not to not to get on my jordan peterson soapbox again but like homeboy talked about happiness is coming home to a partner who loves you who you enjoy spending that night with it's not the vacation trip it's not the raise at work. It's not winning a Grammy or a fucking Oscar. It's not. It's none of those things. Like those things are great spice and great seasoning and great yep. cherry on top. But happiness is grabbing a drink with your homeboys every every Thursday. That's that's that's, that's where yeah the foundation yeah and you got to put that you got to yeah. put that down first and foster that way. Bro, what's crazy? I just thought of an analogy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's like lay it on them. That is the foundation. But nobody ever sees the foundation. Like the foundation Ooh. never gets love per se. They only see the house. Mm-hmm. And that's all the extra shit, like the vacation, like just the, the sparkly shit. They True. only see the house itself. But if there was no foundation, then that house would tumble. Like that house mm-hmm. would crash in of itself. And if you got a weak foundation, no matter how nice the house is, it will eventually absolutely, crumble. Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. man. And it's that's the like you said, bro. And and can we just talk real quick about yeah? Because like like you said, like Jordan Peterson. Because I guess a lot of women out there, or just I don't know, I don't know if I want to just single out women, but I just know I notice he gets a lot of hate. I don't. I don't really follow him too deep, mm. but when I do hear him talk, like he says a lot of sensible stuff. But I understand I think, he also has problematic shit too. Say, I just really want to get to the point of can't people just learn to listen for the message versus they hear a thing or two that they don't like and then condemn the overall person and every single thing else that comes out of their mind, uh, out of their mouth, as garbage? Because you can learn something from. Mm damn near anybody that you can actually take and apply into your own life it's just what personally sticks out you want to know what i think what's up i think i think you got to be a little bit careful with that because there's a lot i've, I've quoted jordan peterson before but mm-hmm. i i pretty much give a caveat every time i do mm-hmm. um because i think it's easy to say you know can't you listen to the message not the messenger or whatever but i think that only makes sense if other people are also doing that and I feel like people don't follow ideas; they follow people. You know what I'm saying? So, d- does that make sense? What I'm what I'm getting at? It does, but like, I still feel like that's backward. 
Like, if no, no, I, I agree you... that it's backwards, but it's like, so if think about it this way, right? If I have to be very critical of agreeing with him on that small thing because that can empower him to to sneak other crazy shit in there. And so for as long as his followers yeah. are following him and his not not his ideas, I have to criticize him and not just his ideas. Is kind of what I'm getting at. But I was I would still say that I just believe just on an individual level, if somebody has a good tip for you that you could take into your own life, regardless of who it came from, hmm. you can still take that and apply it. Like if I were to I agree. Uh, let's say let's say that I mean regardless of who it came from, you know what I mean? Um but let's say that I and I don't mm. say I was misogynistic to a thousand women. I was just the scum of the earth to like all these women. Like every, every for some woman reason, that's me. wild to have like a number count. Like one misogyny, two misogyny, two misogyny, three misogyny, three misogyny, misogyny, four misogyny. Four. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm just that Six bad. Six little like, misogynies just, all in Let's say that I'm just that bad. Yeah. And I, but, but I sensibly talk to you, and I can, man or woman, mm. and I have a surefire way that you can make a million dollars, complete, legitimate, legal. Nothing wrong. Nothing will happen to you. This is completely legal. Guaranteed a million dollars in one month. Are you not going to take my advice or not take that message just because it came to me because I'm a misogynist? We're like, oh, nah, fuck that. Mm-mm. Fuck that million dollars. Nah, he's a fucking misogynist. Mm. I ain't taking that dirty. I'm not taking those dirty ideas. See, now, you, now you're making me kind of low-key reconsider what I was even thinking, like, but in the opposite direction of maybe your intention because now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't quote Jordan Peterson at all. But I, cause, but only because I, I connected your ideas in a wild way. So oh. what, what you just made me think was like, the reason that I'm critical in those situations is because, like I said, one, people don't follow just pure ideas. They don't follow pure policy. Mm. People mm. tend towards cult-like thinking. It's just the way mm. human beings are built, right? Mm. We, we, we don't – presidential elections, their popularity contest. I like this guy. I like the way he thinks. I like all of this stuff together. It's not – he ticks 76 out of 100 boxes of my policy desires. Some people do think it like that, and a lot of organizations do. But generally speaking, we go, this person's magnetic. What they're trying to do, that's what I'm interested in. Um, so there's that. Then the other thing is, with a lot of these ideologues, they be sneaking shit in like, a, like an addendum bill at the, at the House of Representatives. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can come in and say, you should make your bed. And everybody goes, yeah, you should make your bed. And if you yeah. don't make your bed, you're responsible for, you know, the way your life looks. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true at the individual level. So if there's any society level problem that exists in the world, it should be uh, addressed at, at the individual level, not at the policy level issue. Oh, fuck. Did okay. I, where, how did you get there? Okay, wait a Say second. what now? Yeah, what was – huh? And, <sighs> and, but it's, but it's, it's a hop, skip, and a jump to do that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of hesitant yeah. to be like, well, yeah, you've got some good ideas, but those good ideas are evidence – for larger, more dangerous, worse ideas that you're trying to sneak in, maybe unintentionally, like my, it not even might not even be like oh, just pure malice, but I see that happen a lot. Um, Jordan Peterson is one of is one such individual. I feel like a lot of his arguments take okay. good arguments for how to live a good individual life, but he overextends them to mean that the individual is the best framework for us to interpret a society. So when you start talking about policy level, systematic level issues. Mm. He pretends like he they don't exist. To, oh wow! Make gotcha. your bed. Okay, yeah, okay, that's crazy. So that's you, crazy. And that's, See, that's I'm not familiar. Yeah, I don't follow no, that sure. nigga like that. But you know, but when I do hear him say certain things, I'm like, oh wow, that, yeah, that makes sense. 
Like that's yeah. that's good advice. I can take that and apply it to my life. But I'm not Absolutely. following him and hearing this systematic shit when he's talking about, oh well, you know, it's a deficit and it's your fault on the individual level. Like pick yourself up by your bootstraps, motherfucker, and like kind, get it, make, that you kind know. of thing is what he is what a lot of his stuff gets taken to mean. So it's like, yeah, like because he's. And I don't want to take everything that he says completely out of context because I think he does say a lot of good stuff, but I think he just overextends psychology into sociology Um, because, yeah, it'll be like, oh, no, I don't think that we can all come together to figure out climate change because we can't agree on things and we have to live at the individual level. That That's so much of if you like just look up Jordan Peterson and like his views on like Marxism and neo-Marxism. Mm-hmm. he's got this whole idea that the like liberal school system is creating a way of viewing the world that is going to be the downfall of modern society. Um, and that's, that's the kind of, that's where he starts to get into a different, a different kind of way. Um, but, but the way I connected those ideas all together now with what you said is maybe I shouldn't quote Jordan Peterson. I should just say the idea, like here's just yeah, what the yeah. idea is yeah. instead of evoking, Oh, well here, here's who said it. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. And that was actually, on yeah. Yeah. Now for some, yeah, we was, we were right here because I was mm-hmm. actually thinking the same, some, something similar because like, I know he has a, 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 has a strong negative connotation with his name, but it's just like, so, you know, just say the idea or. Yeah, some, yeah. Cause it's a good yeah, idea. It's a solid idea to yeah. apply, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, but it's, I still find like. It's still not quite. It's still not quite clicking in terms of it. Don't, don't quite feel right. No, kind of no, throwing no. them. No, I, I I understand what you're saying now. I get what you're saying, but it's still on on some level for me that I feel like a person should be able to discern, have some mm. discernment, and like receive message. Oh, I agree. You know, like if it's like you don't have to like this person, but if you're if you hear them speak instead of just being like super close my I'm not listening like I mean just hear them out because we gotta fucking live on this earth together but but they might say some shit that makes sense to you and I feel like just at the very least it could be like a step forward in terms of humanity in terms of your own self it might help yeah. you figure out some shit in your own life because we can't do it we can't we can't get through in life by ourselves and I just really believe that we kind of need to lean on each other even if it even if some advice might come from somebody who you might not necessarily like or might not always agree with you know do you do you ever think there's a situation where you should throw the the baby out with the bathwater where you should just toss a a thought leader out entirely because Mm. of like do you think there's such a thing as a dangerous thought leader that just needs to be entirely kind of thrown away ignored maybe even canceled maybe not that just whatever version it is for you but do you think there's mm. ever a situation where that's appropriate where we say hey look Absolutely, you've got yeah. a few ideas but look man the way the way you're taking them the way the direction you're going we not we're not bringing your name up no more do you think that that's ever appropriate oh absolutely i mean it's okay. yeah yeah i mean if if it's like it, it, do you ever think that this would be appropriate absolutely because mm. some people just don't need to fucking some people don't need to talk yeah some people just need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because, like, you are a straight-up legitimate danger to everybody. Like, your ideas, your ide- your, your ideology is dangerous. Like, um, yeah, so I definitely do believe, like, there are people out there who we probably should not be listening to whatsoever. Even mm-hmm. if they might say something good, like, oh, okay, well, he finally said something that made some sense. 
but fuck him still because like you know he's just got this long laundry list of other things so i mean i get it that's the whole that goes back to jordan peterson or donald trump or who the fuck ever and and i don't want to sound like i'm like a donald trump supporter but yeah so for you would you say like if i was like oh you know something that trump said should i in that moment would you be like oh it'd be reasonable for you to just be like well fuck i'm just not gonna mention trump here's an idea yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. where it- I would probably fall into that. So I believe in giving people the credit, but like you said, maybe it might mm-hmm. not be good to note the author just so this in certain situation here. Yes, yeah. and they can just get the message. Also, I was that, reading Mind Comp the other day, right. and let me tell you, <laughs> this guy really shit. knows how to do a perspective when painting an architectural right, building. I mean, it's really great. He has some great advice. If, I'm just telling you, you should check it out. If he didn't you know massacre you know if he didn't have this he went overboard the, the thing, a little bit saying. overboard yeah it's just, a little bit of moderation crazy. i'm just saying you know if you could cut that back a little bit spend more time painting you know right. 2040 yeah i think we got but it. y'all yeah. but that goes back to um you you've read um what is it the meaning of suffering mm, no, i don't think so tell me it's a book called the meaning of suffering it was basically about a, a guy who survived a, a concentration camp Oh yeah! Like one of the last survivors of the of a concentration camp wrote a book. Life was hell. Grown, you know, literally being in a concentration. Watched his sister die at like at a while they were children. Parents yeah. died. Gas chambers, like all that shit. It's a whole book, and um, he basically one of the main points in that book is like nobody is beyond redemption. It's like you could be yeah. the worst person. It does not mean that in the eyes of somebody else you're not redeemable, or in the eyes of you know, God, if you, you know, whatever, mm. if you believe in the yeah, high power, you know, yeah. yes, like, that's not, yeah, it's like nobody is uh, irredeemable. And, and the way that he found that out was one of the, one of the guards in the concentration camp mm. was a total dick. Like, meaning like he, I think he, he killed a lot of his friends, basically. Jesus, yeah. And like, years later after, after, they got freed. He mm-hmm. saw that same guard, and that guard was literally somebody else's angel. Like he was like that. The the person that he was, he was basically like really helping somebody out, like helping mm-hmm. like helping people out. And they didn't know that guard's past, but to them, he was like, "Oh my god! Like he's so great. He's such a nice person. He's da 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 da." They were singing his praises, mm-hmm. and of course, like the author looking at this nigga like. Don't you fucking know he threw <laughs> countless people in the gas chamber, tortured people, yeah. laughed while they died. And, but here he is now, like a different person, almost like it's like mm-hmm. night and day. So now, I don't know. My main question would be: Was them people that he was helping Jew- Jews or? Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a. Did 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 the book ever speak to like did we do we get to hear from him or find out about him? No, I don't know, man. Because I've seen you know people like forgive gangbangers who murdered their son or something like that, and I'm like I can I can I can understand that I can get behind that. I think that you can get wrapped up in a situation, you can get wrapped up in anger, you can do some something or maybe even some things that you grow to deeply regret. Um, and I also think when you're part of a greater system, like systems can completely just shut off parts of your brain. A system can make you think, can make you look at another member of the same species and somehow view them as not not human. So I I understand to it to an extent, but nigga, I don't know. He might have to it's be a guy. Tough. I'm not. If I bump it's into tough. a nigga at a goddamn cake store, 
you know, helping homeless people bag their groceries and that nigga done killed my whole family and everybody I know. Nah, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's, nah, it's, buddy. I don't, I don't know how we, yeah. Life is crazy, bro. Life. Cause I don't, I don't believe in a higher power, my nigga. So we gonna have to deal with this on on this plane of existence. Oh, shit. I don't, yeah. Well, I don't God believe damn. in shit getting sorted afterward. So I don't believe uh, in shit getting sorted. Is that the first time you said that on the pod? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, cause I think a lot of times when I hear people say that they 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 think of God like in the the slave Christian rhetoric that's mm. been forced upon black people. Mm. Like there's a yes. fucking white oh, man in the true. sky and blonde hair, blue <laughs> yeah, eyed yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And he's looking down at you. you. Right, right. Like, and judging you out all the time. That's yeah. I personally, I don't, I don't. Okay. Talk to him. That's not how I view the, uh, my, the higher power, like source energy, like all that other shit. That's why I be talking mm. about spirituality. You know what I'm saying? For like, sure. I don't, I don't believe in God. In that sense, like there is a fucking mm. mystery man judging me for everything. Sky that's, daddy, that's, yeah, yes, a big, big sky daddy. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, man, like this, this universe has order and has intelligence to it, man. Like a grand intelligence that we can't possibly conceive and fathom. And there's mm. as chaotic and fucked up as it is. That's just <laughs> that's just how shit is, bro. Like you got destruction, creation, evil, good. Mm. Yeah. And we're I, just I, in the thick of it. For sure. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, when it comes to that forgiveness thing, yeah. I, I I guess I can see, and I do think that everybody is, 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 I don't, you know, I actually, yeah, maybe I think deserving probably is the word, but I, I'd wonder if like functionally, practically redemption is possible for everyone. I think that if you, cause something that I always, like a thought experiment I always think about is like, as our lives get longer and longer and longer, if you committed a genocide 2000 years ago and now you're a baker, I think that there, you know, like time, time changes a lot. You know what I mean? Time changes a lot. So I just feel like if, if, if the scale of a human life were larger, we, that, that capacity for redemption would be, because think about the way we talk about it in our own lifetimes. If you did something at 16 and you're 45 now, we kind of understand, like, even if you did something horrific at 16, we can understand that to some extent you're a really different person. You might have transformed yourself and you might have, you might be, you might have become the person that your 16 year old self needed. Mm-hmm. So I think if you extend a human's life out, that can really exaggerate. So I, I, be, I believe in that too. I think most things can be redeemed or maybe actually, no, probably everything. But functionally, I'm like, I don't know if a human life is really long enough for some people to really get to a place where they can be a part of society and operate in a place that where everybody feels safe with them. Yeah. I mean, in some people, I mean, Hey bro. Um, some, I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't believe that necessarily everybody can be saved. Really? Yeah, no, I, I, I believe most people can. I believe like if someone is um, willing to try, I believe in giving someone a chance or like seeing, seeing what's mm. up, you know, but some people are just, rotten to the core like some people are sure i think it's a born, small, small like, percentage though yeah yeah and that's why i say something like a small small yeah. percentage but due to conditioning or whatever shit that might be going on who the fuck mm. knows like but this this is so many things are just legit out of our own understanding and i just some people i don't believe that some people necessarily can be saved because that's they because they don't want to be saved themselves 
Like, you can't help somebody more than they want to help themselves. If they just want to kill motherfuckers, they just want to be violent, evil until the day that they die, then shit, well, fuck them. Yeah. Like, True. I mean, some people just, they, they, they got parts of their brain missing, like we, like we mentioned before, like if you're just a psychopath. But I think a lot mm-hmm. of people who don't care about nobody because they don't care about themselves, I think a lot of them are, are still well within reach of, of redemption. You know what I'm saying? Like they've got a, they've got a deep capacity to to learn to love themselves and and then to learn others. Um, Cause yeah, sometimes sometimes that you know I don't give a fuck about nothing. I I don't I'll fuck anybody up. Stuff is like it's it's low key. It's some safety shit. It's like you, sometimes you got to be like that to survive in whatever your environment is. And once you learn, like, oh, I don't got to be like that, and I can receive love without, you know, I don't like, I'm not awesome, woo woo, every new age, everybody, yeah, you know, yeah. every murderer, rapist, serial killer is actually, right, you right. know, just a little teddy bear bunny. I'm not saying that, but I think a lot, I think a lot, I think a lot of people are, are just, you know, hey, look, I'll hurt you before you hurt me. I think it's a, I think it's a lot of, I'll hurt you before you hurt me hey. type of energy out there. Yeah, for absolutely. I mean, hell, I, I've, I've, I could easily see myself falling into that energy. Yeah, I've, bro, I be having dreams like crazy dreams, mm. but where I've been in a position where I thought about killing a man, mm. and but and these are my thoughts. Like this is how I would actually process some shit in real mm. life. Like I feel the like it's really like, you, even in yeah, the dream. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, like this is my thoughts. This is me thinking the shit, and I'm and I feel like the anxiety of the situation. Like for real. Like I wake up feeling the anxiety and the weight of that situation. Mm. I know I would do some shit. I know I could do some shit. Like if pushed to that, don't want to. Hope mm-hmm. I'm never in that position because I ain't trying to go to jail. Them niggas will tear my ass up in that motherfucker. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to just go in that. You know, it's just all sorts of just <laughs> awful shit that could happen to you. Yeah, you gotta become a different but, type of person in there, man. Yeah, right, you can become a worse person. Yo, you yeah, almost certainly probably will. Yeah, you have to. But yes. bro, I right. hope um, it just. I don't know. Like maybe possible timeout but okay cool one day you share that story <laughs> you share that story which story but don't actually God. don't don't say yeah. it fully but just no, can I'm you not, give me a hint I'm, of what i'm talking what i'm talking about what is it you was? got it nope you got it oh yeah yeah exactly exactly man i'm not trying to man i also think that, that that the murder shit if you're not a if you're not crazy it's gonna it's gonna fuck you up like because i even think about now um like the anxiety that i have and like just like um yeah i guess just anxiety and fear in my heart and stuff like that and things that i have in dreams or I'm like, man, if you ended up in a situation like that, I don't think I don't think I I it would be months before I slept properly again. Years maybe. Really? Well, I mean, I, guess, I think so. I guess that's yeah. also one reason why we forget about a lot of shit we dream about. <laughs> At least oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not it's saying just... like all my dreams are crazy and terrible. It's just like there are so many of like dreams where it's like there's such negative emotion in it. Ah, uh, yeah. That I'm like I have such a regular ass life. Like I'm, I'm relatively privileged. I have, I would say minimal ish trauma, like medium, minimal trauma. I'm mostly chilling. And I still have like negative adult, like dreams, like borderline nightmares that are just, fuck shit. That's, Ooh, fuck. That was a memory from when I was eight years old. I didn't know I needed to, you know what I mean? I didn't know I needed to process that type of shit. Um, so if something crazy, like if I, you know, like if one of the big, big three really happened to you you know what i'm saying um getting getting raped um, killing somebody seeing somebody killed in front of you 
maybe it's a couple more. I'm gonna say those are the main three. Like if one of those three happened, I think that would just fuck me up for the rest of life. I think I just probably I just think I would maybe just would never bounce back all the way. Yeah. 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 Cause like I yeah. I would not be the same me after that. I would not. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, nah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would burn the world down. Depending yeah. on what, some depending on the situation. I don't know because you already know where I'm at mentally sometimes. So, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and you live, and not to, not to, just to. I, I'm kind of trying to draw a point of commonality, not delegitimize your oh, feelings, please, but please just like don't. we live relatively privileged lives. Like yeah. all things considered, yeah. globally speaking, shit is pretty yeah. good. And, it's, and we still going through it, nigga. Comfort. Yeah. 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 Air conditioning, goddamn heated, you know, central heating, like, you know, right. shit is good. Right. Like, when you, when you, when you hunger, you eat, you know, when you hunger, you eat. So mm-hmm. and imagine if you pile some extra shit on top of that, nigga. I, Crazy. I, I wouldn't Man. be able to handle it. Yeah. We might just be pussy, bro. It could be. It could, we might <laughs> we could be pussy because it may. Because <laughs> it could go the other way. Because I, I always, I always get this sense that I'm like one fucked up situation from just everything crumbling. But it's like, if you don't die, you can maybe make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could bounce back stronger than ever. That's then the again, thing. A fucked up thing about life, bro. Then again, I call cap on that. Like they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's like, nah, what doesn't kill you usually traumatizes you irreparably and gets passed down to your children as further trauma. Oh, just generally speaking, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't think so? It depends on the situation. I think bro. some like, stuff I mean, can make geez. you stronger, but I feel like I feel like it's, it's I'm I'm I'll give you fifty fifty. At best, no. I give you fifty fifty. I mean, okay, I, I, that's that's a that's a fair concession to make. Um, but yeah, bro, because I mean, like shit, nothing, nothing. Nothing ever goes as planned. Like rare, rarely do things go exactly as planned and perfect. Like sure. there are setbacks that we have to deal with all the time. Yeah. Some people have more setbacks than others for sure. <laughs> yeah. And and how just do. And, and the thing is, but if you like, even with books like The Alchemist, mm. it was just such a perfect analogy to just life overall, kind of in a nutshell, in a sense. Like you know, in that book. And it's like he went through so much shit or just had like these detours that were needed for other things that happened in his life. Or he True. got he got like a came into like a large sum of money or like a fucking rock of gold. I can't don't I'm not you know, yeah. paraphrasing the book a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But came into like a good bit of money and he got robbed. But if he didn't mm-hmm. have that money, he might have died. And then he yeah. moved on and ended up recouping this so it's just it's just like bro like you just it was you just never know what could happen and i don't know bro like i don't know it's like it doesn't it doesn't have to like mentally traumatize you and then you just have this anger that you're passing down and you're just beating the fuck out of your wife and kids you're just passing i don't have to be that extreme i think it's one to one like you know (laughs) like your your parent yelling at you doesn't mean you're gonna beat your wife It's, it's 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 proportionate you know what i'm saying i'm not saying like every little trauma is going to make you into a horrific person. I'm just questioning the idea that each of those traumas made you a better person. I think maybe it makes you, maybe it makes no, sometimes it makes no difference, but I think mostly in general, if you were to get rid of most of them, I think most people's lives would be better. Like, and then we, I feel like we try and back. Well, yeah, that, I'll just make that point. I'm not going over, like just say a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 if we got rid of a lot of trauma, most people's lives would be better. 
I can see that for sure. I mean, I'm all for like, hell, life ain't easy. This shit is not. This shit ain't easy. Um, mm. I feel like, but I feel like we also do need cloudy days because so. you wouldn't be grateful or appreciative of when the sun is out. Like you wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, because like you, happiness can be mon- can get mundane. Like if it was all if, say okay, say okay, check this out, check this out, right? Okay. Say for instance, like if I came into some real shit, like I feel yes. like I don't necessarily have like a lot of purpose. Like I'm not mm. fulfilled in my life or mm. my job and what I do to make money. Mm. But and as bad as I, as much as I. I don't like it, you know, whatever that whole, whatever the, the rat race, da, 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 da. If I were to get, come into like a, a large sum of money, like $20 million, hey, mm. nigga, you ain't got to work no more. You can move wherever you want. You can do whatever mm. you want. If I just were to get that money, but I still felt like I had no purpose, mm. I would ultimately wind up even more miserable and just indulging in vices and my life might get worse. Like, yeah. and that happens to a lot of people who come into money. Like, that's why a lot of people don't retain their wealth. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, that, that shit is real. Like, that's why rich people kill themselves still. You can look at a nigga who is a multi-millionaire yeah. on TV, living the life, and he's mm. still unhappy, still unfulfilled. So, I feel like, um, hmm, I guess maybe the overall point maybe I'm trying to get at is, you got to have some sort of purpose, something to really cling on to in life and to get through like those tough days and the sunny days and to be really appreciative and uh, grateful for what it is, whatever it is that you have on a gray day or a rainy day at the end of the day. Maybe that's what I was really trying to get at. Which that may, if you, if you adjust it to that, I one's trillion percent agree. I think that's totally different from saying that we need suffering. I don't think we need suffering. I think we need purpose. I think we need challenges i don't know that we need suffering i feel like i've heard that you know suffering gifts us with gratitude first of all i know miserable motherfuckers who are not thankful for their sunny days at all um and i know people who who live very peaceful lives and they i think gratitude is its own separate practice that doesn't come from suffering true 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 so if you learn to say thank you you don't you don't need to be punished into doing it you can just learn to say thank you you know um and I think purpose matters. I think having, you know, doing hard work, doing difficult things that you, doing a difficult thing that you want to do well, I think there's a lot of happiness in that. But the rat race, the tedium, the trauma, the loss, the death, the misery, the jealousy, the insecure, I don't think we, I don't think we, I don't think none of that shit enriches us. I think we rationalize it because if we say that our pain isn't necessary then it makes it seem purposeful purposeless and that makes us even sadder so i understand the needs but i don't i think we can i don't think we have to identify with it which is something you I don't think know, I, God, you, you've kind of said no. we don't have to identify it as like a yeah. necessary part of us i don't think yeah and that's definitely wasn't wasn't what i was no yeah i know yeah at all you know yeah but yeah because yeah because that's i think that's when you really when you really would fuck up yeah. you know and not to be harsh to anybody that's going through it you know but with when you start identifying with your suffering, mm. that's 
when you really got to get that's that. a bad position. Yeah, yeah. That's when you need a rope. Like somebody, like you gotta, you, you need a rope to help oh. pull you back. Cause like that's mm. that's not um that's not it. Yeah. Like I am the suffering. Like you know what I'm saying. Like nah, Ooh. that's not that's not a good place. And to we, be. I feel like we do it a lot, man. I, especially black people. I feel like we do that shit heavy. Um, oh, I see God, it a lot, nigga. Black people make suffering cool. We like, do. We make, we make it cool, look hot. Nigga, I'm not even gonna lie. We make it look. We kind of make it look hot. But it's yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like to the point where we can't even conceptualize a blackness without suffering. Like we yeah. can't even imagine what that looks like to just be black and happy and just right. being chill. And I can't even necessarily blame. It's not. It's not even. I mean, no. I definitely can't blame us. We definitely didn't originate our, most of our suffering. So, sure. but they, we're bombarded with messages that like when you. <laughs> It's all trauma porn. Like when you see our movies and our music and what gets lifted up in this culture and what gets appropriated, it's like blackness is suffering. So we get we get we get mad when we almost get mad when people suggest that we could exist outside of the context of suffering, that we mm-hmm. could just be okay, and we could just have little normal happy lives, that we could be separate from whiteness and the things that it inflicts on us. And it's like. Yeah, it's like, oh no, we got we yeah, black people. We know we know about the hood. We know what it is to be poor. It's like, whoa, <laughs> that po- poverty and suffering are not the same thing as being black. Like, we don't have synonymous. to do that. It's not synonymous. Like, yes, it's... many of us have been subjected to that, mm-hmm. but we we ain't we don't have to do that. And I th- and I and look, I think it goes back to the thing of being rationalized. I think it's I think sometimes some fuck shit just happens to you. And it happens to you because people can be cruel and people are evil and there are evil systems out there and it has no greater meaning or purpose and it wasn't gifted to you to, this is my own personal belief, it, it wasn't gifted to you to make you a stronger person for trials that you, somebody did some fucked up shit to you and that's what it was. And I think that that can feel depressing. If, that, if, if that's true, that can feel depressing. So we have to go, well, no, that's, this is what gives me my identity. This is what makes me who I am. This is what makes me grateful for the light in my yeah. life this is a, a great it's a greater test from above da, 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 da. it's like no nigga it was just some evil white men did that to you because that's what they decided they was gonna do and you can get you can get busy doing some new shit you can get some revenge you can get you know better you can do all of that but there's nothing to it in terms of greater purpose for that suffering i don't think again that's oh just my, my personal pr- philosophy yeah um you want to close it out on one on, on a little on a little goofy tree Oh yeah, absolutely. We've been. It's, okay. This has been very serious for, for a conversation. Serious is good. That's what we. That's what we yeah. here for. That's what we here for. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had had a little a proper proper uh heartfelt. You know what I'm saying? Deep and meaningful. Um, <laughs> but speaking of trauma, if you're driving somewhere, who gets the front seat? Your mom or your girl? How's that one go? <laughs> Pick mom up at the airport. No, dog. She gotta sit in the no, back. No. I've got. I'm, I'm shit. I'm going to. I'm going to the driver's side, and I'm let. I'm. Let, I'm just gonna watch for a second. That's see who go I'm where. Doing. I'm just see who going where, and let them figure that shit out between this. That's a philosophical ask answer, bro. That's actually low key philosophical. Like I feel like that's a commentary <laughs> on your approach to like everything. you know what I'm saying? Like that feel like it, it say it say even more. Than what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm just gonna we're just let gonna y'all watch. sort it out. Observe. We're gonna wait and observe, and then like see where I that's need to very interject zen. myself in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just observing my own thoughts. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. Mama got in the back, Mama and got off in we the go. Back. Yes, indeed. All right, they put you, it in Mama. drive. Make it, yeah, it ain't that big of a deal. We all cool yeah. around here. All right. I say Mama goes in the back. I say Mama goes in the back if it's if it's my girl. I, I think I can say that pretty reasonably. Mm, yeah. How long you been with your girl? 
That is a good question. I would say, look, man, I would say as long as we, as long, it, I don't I don't think it matters. Honestly, I think if I've yeah. been with her as long as like that's my girl. Actually, honestly, uh, I feel like even if it's casual, like if she's if she's if it's serious enough that she's in my car with my mom, yeah, which means yeah. she's meeting my mom. Mom goes in the back. Like, cause I can't imagine like a like a pure bust down. It could happen. It could happen. Like a pure bust down, coincidentally, just you know, being in the car with mom. But I think even then, I would probably, I would. Okay, you know what? Honestly, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't what? Say what was it. I gonna say? What, was it, what did you think I was gonna don't say? Put the, don't, don't put the bus down. Don't put the bus down. I would say, even, even if it was the bus down in the car, my mom was there. Mom's still in the back. I, I, no, I, I maybe oh, I was gonna say maybe because it's a, like a politeness thing. I would say, I would say, the other thing is who started in the car. I'm not gonna make somebody get up. That's crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what but I'm saying? We, yeah, that's how I imagine it in the first place. Is if someone's yeah. already sitting in a car, yeah, I'm and damn I don't so get not up. Be yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely not gonna say. But but I also think that I maybe would want to offer. You know what I'm saying? Like I would not not that I I want to offer, but I would want one of them to offer. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Like if my mom came to, because you can't you can't be like, hey, we about to go pick up my girl. Mom sit in the back so that the front seat is free. Right. I'd be like, we're gonna drive there, and I would think I would hope that my mother would say, hey, you 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 take the front seat. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be right, a short yo, trip yeah, for me or do, something do like you that. You want to sit up front? Then, exactly. Like, do you want to sit up front? Oh yeah. no no no! Please, as a sign of exactly. respect, you exactly. stay there. Like please stay seated. No, it's it's cool. So some kind of a thing, some kind of a thing yeah. like that. But my view is like your mom goes in the back because your mom is not your girl. Like your mom is not your partner. Yeah. She's she's she raised you. She's part of I'm putting I'm, I'm not putting it exactly right, but she's part of your past. So her job is to watch you prosper forward in life, whereas your girl is part of what you're doing now going forward. And like, you know, you, you we can say that we're getting too philosophical, whatever with it, but like not really like. I'm driving with my girl to what the shit that we're doing. Mother is like, you know, awesome, you know, the 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 older advisor in the back who's you know looking over things and giving guidance where we're needed. And it's also awesome sh- chauffeur shit because this other thing is like front seat is low key kind of intimate. Like it's anybody can be in the front seat, but like I'm not putting my hand on my mom's knee. True. But if my girl is up front, I am. So it's like, and I, I'm not finna reach back to to like right, you know right. touch confirmation yeah, my girl. Just fucking hold hands. Exactly. You know, I'm not finna hold hands like this. So if I'm driving the car, girl goes up front because you know maybe we're holding hands. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'm yeah. you know passing snacks, just whatever. There should be that where possible that physical connection because we're driving somewhere. So yeah, girl, go, girl goes up front. Um, bust down. I think just I mean that's yeah. Yeah, bust down. Just whoever's whoever's there stays. Whoever who's ever's up front. If they, yeah, oh, no. I, I can't. Okay. I can't think of a Get your ass in the back. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Well, what constitutes a bust down? Because I feel like I feel like I feel like I know, okay. We got to talk about bust down etiquette. Because I feel like we we like back to what we're talking about with the savagery shit. We be acting like bust downs not people. Like yo, people. calm. I'm not saying you saying oh. this, but like yeah. the way I hear people talking about bust downs is like yo, calm down. Like that's a person that you're sexually intimate with. Like. That's like vi- several layers above stranger in terms of the intimacy of y'all's relationship. Like they should be treated like with low. Maybe I'm maybe niggas gonna say I'm pandering. I feel like bust down should get some type of honor a little bit. I don't know if I'm tripping by saying look, that, but I feel like yeah. Needed, they look look. Hey, bro. I f- they they perform. They are the unsung hero of of the nation. 
They are un- un- unsung hero of a nation because they built this country. What? They built this country. Pussy. <laughs> and, every, and, every, and everyone loves pussy. <laughs> everyone even loves if pussy. You don't like, even if you don't like pussy, you still, you still like love pussy. pussy. It, that's a fact. That, that's really true. That's really low. That's really low key true. If you don't like pussy, you like bussy. If you don't like bussy, you like I don't know whatever comes. You love you love vagina in some way, shape, or form, and like exactly. bust downs be busting. It's it either open. yours or somebody else's. Yeah. Yeah. Look, goddamn, I'm pretty sure it's been many a life saved over some bust down coochie and ended. But yes, I agree. Absolutely, yeah, facts, facts, facts. Yeah, that is I don't facts. know what the over under is on that one, but definitely, yeah. 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 Maybe not the best example. But so yeah, I just I just feel like if it's and I say and I when you say a bust down, I'm just thinking like how will this even happen? Yes. If I just met a girl at a bar mm. and we got drunk one night mm. stand and oh no, I got to get my mama for some reason you're still here and we all get out of the car and go back to the car like I'm like say hey um get in the back <laughs> my mom's <laughs> up front. That's crazy, hey, bro. You, you gonna say it like that? that? I'm gonna say it nice, but like, no, nah, it's like, do you mind here? Do you mind getting it back? You saying like, it rough as hell, bro. I don't know. I know. Is that is that how you for real would say it? Hey, do you mind getting it back? Okay, that was that was slightly softer. That was slightly softer because the first two times was rough as hell. The first two times was rough. I don't just, know if you realize how rough. He was like, hey, hey, you going in the back? You better get in that goddamn. You better get your ass back there. Don't uh, uh-uh, don't play with that goddamn goddamn driver size. Uh uh-uh. uh, get your ass back where you go. You don't you touch that goddamn driver side head. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't even try it, Rosa Parks. Get your ass back there. Uh uh-uh, nah. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? No, <laughs> that shit was aggressive. Uh-huh. Hush that fuss, goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't, because I bro, like I don't know because that's a, di- a direct correlation of. I'm I'm not building with this woman. It's still respectful. I'm not. No, I'm you're not right. Degrading her. You're right. But no, you're no, love. you're right. No, it's you're the right. The woman who raised me took care no, of me you're when right. I was sick. What the you're right. fuck am I putting a, a, another no, woman right. I met a uh, twenty four hours ago? No, you're above right. my mother. Like that seemed kind of fucked up you're on right. my end. Well then, okay. So now here's another question: What if it's the homie? Because that's that's how I, I kind of oh, put everything man, in the I, same file in my head. We kind of make it into a battle where it's like I can't believe it's like it would seem like it was a little bit of like how dare I put this harlotous slut of a woman up front? It's like why we make it into a battle? You know what I'm saying? Because if yeah, you've been seeing I, this girl for six months, it's like regular. But at yeah. the same time, though, all you did was switch it to my friends. If 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 you're my which is friend, a much longer term relationship for sure. Yeah, and if you're my friend, friends, and if you were with in the same call with my mom or da da da, like that's like my brother or like mm. somebody extremely close. This is still someone who I've known, not just someone who I met 24 hours ago. Even okay. if it's a nigga I met 24 hours ago. That's what I was going to say. In the back. How's it go if, if it's like a new friend? Like, let's say you're meeting a guy for the first time. Y'all are in a group drink. Yeah, and I was trying to. I knew. Was <laughs> like I was gonna start adding shit onto it to make it more heterosexual. Right, right, right. So you know, you met him for work drinks, but it wasn't just y'all. It was you and a bunch of people. But you know, it got late and he needed a ride. Right. And then y'all started fucking. You know, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then y'all started fucking. Yeah. So it's not really gay. Bust down, random nigga, get your ass in the back. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. If you get, because I feel like a bust down and a random person is kind of the same. I'm like, you're you're a, you're essentially a new friend. 
But you got to, okay, so you, bust down has a very negative connotation. Like a bust down it does, is it a does, harlot. For sure. is, is a harlot. It's kind it, of a. It, it does a, have a negative, con- but everything you know, have a negative connotation. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, come on, you the king of semantics, baby. You, 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 no, no, you, 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 yeah, you know. I, you know, you, look, I mean, look, if you, if we really calling me on that, I'm aware that it has a negative connotation and I'm kind of using it ironically, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't. I don't know. But when I say yeah, bust down, I kind of mean a casual sexual partner. But yeah, I ain't trying to say what, all them man. syllables, so you yeah. know what I mean, a bust down. Chop it up to the patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. Damn. We can't go one fucking episode without the patriarchy. Yeah, damn, maybe everywhere. I was just thinking about this, and we can get into it in another episode. I'm not sure I like that word, patriarchy. Man, I don't bro. think I like that word no more. Get into oh, mm. I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it accurately describes what everybody's talking about. I feel like it's it's unnecessarily divisive, and I feel like it's not a good word for same with toxic masculinity. We can get into it because no, I know I know we got a lot of le- listeners. I, I I really want to have a conversation about that because I think those terms scare off the main people who would actually be down for the cause, but they just 180 leave the conversation because of how it sounds. But they really would be the main motherfuckers who would be like, yo, yeah, we do need to get rid of this shit if it just had mm-hmm. different words. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, let's close it out. We can talk on that next next time. Um, look, if you uh, if you a bust down trying to sit up in the front seat, you might be waving a red flag. But at the same time, if you uh, see Jordan Peterson trying to sneak in some goddamn you know alt right uh, philosophies into his advice on how to live your life, you might be seeing a red flag. This has been waving a red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Josh. Um, let us know everything you think about what we said during this episode down in the comments. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Join us on Patreon before every episode if you want to join us on live and if you want to get bonus episodes from the live where we just kind of talk a little bit more casual, a little bit more reckless. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace, peace. It's a red flag.